All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the PNTT podcast. I'm your host, Coach V. Today with me, I have Coach JD. Coach, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. We're talking about um, my very own group today, so that should be exciting. Or <laughs> um, Not quite as good as the uh, first couple groups, but, you know, there's some solid teams and it should be fun. So I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, it's always there's always the excitement before the tournament starts one way or another to see if even if you had a disappointing signing day, you know, it's always fun to get ready for this event and you know, hear the podcast and, you know, have those dreams of having that trophy in in your man cave and uh yeah, it's just good times. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's start off with the Rochester Boy Geniuses coached by coach Jimmy Neutron. Um, they brought in the 149-167 class, replacing the 56-83 class, a little lower than um, I think Coach Jimmy expected. Uh, they did bring in three clear leads that they had. Uh, I would guess I would guess that um, yeah, Leighton Wilson uh, is just someone they're going to really need and really rely on, just because. They don't really have any other um, height big men. They lose. They lost their twin towers in uh, Dylan Allen and Zachary White, uh, and on the bench Joseph uh, Eaterly. So they are, you know, down to just six, six, eight guys. And um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm not exactly sure um, what coach is playing, but you know, there has to be some combination of. Michael Terrell, Elias Jackson, and uh, Nicholas Widener um, in the starting lineup. I expect Widener to potentially play a little center. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on this team? Yeah, I mean, it's always tough to lose, uh, you know, three-quarters of your front court, two of them being starters. And, uh, I mean, the good news is they're not having to replace, you know, a lot of scoring. Um, you know, Bryce Wilson coming in looks like a – a decent guy to provide some punch off the bench if they need to in the backcourt. But yeah, the guys coming in, Leighton Wilson and Jason Sherrill. Um, it looks like Sherrill might be a better defender. So I know Jimmy values uh, defense. So he may be someone that slides into one of those front court spots. But, um, you know, for a team that's coming off of a, you know, top eight, you know, you know PR going into the NTT last year, um, and the, the key to the season is definitely going to be you know, if those freshmen are capable of, uh, you know, performing at a decent standard in the front court. I don't think they shouldn't have any problems scoring, but um, they, they will most likely struggle with uh, teams with strong front courts and some size. Yeah, for sure. And I'm excited. I think uh, I'm excited to see what I feel like Christopher Exxon could take on a little bit bigger of a role. Um, he didn't do necessarily great last year but he was a good high school recruit and um yeah I know he can play a little bit so we'll see I'm not exactly sure what he'll do but um I know Jimmy will um try and do his best to uh get this team up and running and uh yeah see if he can get move it just it's just really hard you know when you don't have that height that you're used to you're used to height you're used to guys that um yeah he he he's i feel like he's had two uh twin towers in the front court for ever you know so 
it'll just be a different team from him. I'm excited to see what he does and how he uh, approaches everything. Yeah, recruiting bigs is so hard in League 31. So, yeah, it's, it's so hard to either win ties unless you're a porter and, uh, yeah. or, uh, and, or just get quality depth pieces. I mean, get, getting clear leads on – because even, like, average guys get max. So, it's, it's always a struggle. So, you know, I'm going to be in the same boat next year having to find those big guys. For sure. For sure. Um, so, let's move on to my team, the Nashville Syrup. We replaced the – uh, twenty eight, thirty three class with the uh, ninety one twenty eight class. Um, bringing in two solid bigs and I don't know, probably the best walk I've ever seen in thirty one. Um, I don't know how uh, Angel uh, Giovanetti uh, slipped through the cracks, but he's plus four, and I was elated. I was a little oh. bummed because. I was in position to get a guy who fell, but he fell right past me. So I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, but you know, I can't complain when you're getting a plus four, uh, a plus four um, guard slash wing that you know can score a little bit and defend. And yeah, so I'm excited for him. He might even start for me, which is kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. but this is League 31, you know, you take what you can get, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, kind of similar to how we were talking, you know, with Jimmy's team. I mean, your team, you know, you're not, at least you're not having to replace scoring either. I mean, even if, uh, Giovanetti can, you know, provide a little bit of punch either off the bench or maybe one year on your, on your wing. I mean, you know, Costa and, and Godin are obviously the guys that, uh, put up the, the big numbers for you. And then, um, you know, the guys you lost on the wing, I mean, I, I know, I remember Vesta's recruits. I know he was a, you know, pretty solid defender and all around guy, but you know, um, between he and Harris, you know, it's only 13 points a game. So it's not a huge scoring hit that you're taking. And then, uh, if you said Hardesty and Boyette are, are decent, you know, Hardesty playing, you know, shooting guard with his height in high school, it's, it's always interesting to see those guys. So maybe if he transitions to the post, you know, the, his stats are going to come up. Um, but yeah, looks, looks, you have a couple guys you can slot into the, you know, slot into the lineup and try and keep things going and, you know, keep yourself in that NTT conversation. Yeah, for sure. And this team's going to go as uh, Sean Costa takes us. Um, you know, we're we're really relying on him. Uh, last year he scored 26 points per game. Uh, got in, you know, he scored 21 points a game. We're not the most efficient shooting team by any means. Um, but we're scrappy and... I don't know. We've, we've found a way the last, I don't know, I think it's two or three years to just claw into the NTT, just barely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that's, yeah, we're going to, we're going to try and continue to do that, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. You know, um, we have some okay players, but when you only have one tie on the team, uh, it's, it's really tough to, to compete year in, year out. Yeah, definitely. It's always so interesting to look. I was actually surprised looking at at my own team, like having like the fifth or sixth overall talent, and I don't have like any top 10 classes or anything. Yeah. It goes to show you how tough it is. Like I've I've had, you know, packed decent classes together, but yeah, there's a lot of teams out there that, you know, have a couple ties and everything else is from the the net. So it's, Mm -hmm. so even that's one, you know, solace you can take in League 31 is, 
you know, you may not love your team or it may not be great, but you can still compete with it if you've at least got a couple guys that can, you know, put up some numbers for you because that may be more than a lot of other people have. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Let's talk about Aberdeen. They brought in the 2753 class, replacing the 156-128 class. You know, um, they're bringing back uh, four of their starters. The only guy they lose is Ethan Rocket, um, a uh, bigger a bigger guy who played six nine guy who played small forward, and yeah, I mean, I don't think that's going to be a huge loss. The class is ranked pretty high for um, what you see, at least in the uh, in the in the stats. No one's an incredible scorer on their team, but you know you got James Brooks who is pretty efficient, fifty eight percent true shooting, um, especially from the three point line. And he has six six assists and only point nine turnovers, one point five steals. Uh, that guy, I mean, that good guy could play some shooting guard potentially and move uh, Benjamin Car Cargyle up to small forward or get in Jesus Upshaw. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's some pretty good defenders in this uh, in this group, and they're all good passers. So um, the magazines seem to like this class. So I'm sure they're a lot better than I'm seeing with their stats. Yeah, I think you know the last thing you mentioned there with they all have great you know hands. Um, you know, I'm sure they're all at least good with, with hands yeah. with their assist to turnover ratios and, and the magazines love them some ball protection guys. So, um, you know, I've had classes before that are, everyone has, you know, shit hands and then, but they have good stats the rest of the way, but they're like coming like ranked in the 75 to 100 range because they don't pass all that well. So, um, see, so yeah, I think that definitely boosts up like the ranking, but in, you know, like you said, I like, I like Brooks as well. So I think he seems like the guy most likely to step into the lineup I still kind of wonder, you know, if you want if, you know, he can play shooting guard pretty well and facilitate. Obviously, it seems like he's kind of like a spot up three point shooter. Um, you know, half the shots he took were from the three point line. He didn't do a whole lot inside, which is just really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, maybe he's a three and D guy that kind of sits in the corner and waits for that open pass. But you know, that's not going to come from Kilo, who you know who, who's in there to score. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Interesting dynamic with those two in the backcourt. You can kind of wonder if. You know, maybe try and switch things up a little bit. Maybe let Brooks play some point, let Kilo hunt shots. But um, obviously, you run into bigger defenders with him at five eleven. If you do that, um, yeah. so it'd be an interesting dynamic. That he seems like a good player, and then uh, Emmanuel Wright's a pretty good, um, you know, post player as well. So looks like he kind of rotates his guys a little bit, you know, based on matchups maybe. But uh, yeah, Emmanuel Wright's a pretty good post player. So you got that inside out combination. I think Brooks coming in. You know, I think it gives them could give them a third scoring threat in the starting lineup, which they lacked last year. And they came in, you know, they were top one of the top seeds in the PTT, so they just missed the NTT. And yeah, you know, I think that this freshman class makes them better. Um, just losing Rocket, like you said, so I think yeah, I think their trajectories uh on the on the way up. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, you can you can still be a fairly good at you can still get a lot of assists from the shooting guard, small forward. Even power forward in the center spot with a uh, shoot first point guard, so that'll be interesting. I think you know. I think you could. I think you need to leave Kilo at uh, point guard just because he's five eleven. He did really well there last year. So, uh, or I mean, yeah, he almost put up twenty eight points per game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you want him to get as many shots as possible, and that's easier to do whenever you have. Uh 
whenever he has the ball in his hands all the time. So yeah, I get that line of thought. I'm a traditionalist. I like the point guard to be able to yeah. pass, but <laughs> I know that's not the only way to do things. So um, obviously, yeah, Kilo did did good. So I'm sure he'll probably keep doing that. Yeah. So let's look at Albuquerque, the Atomics. Um, they brought in the 96-131 class, replacing the 55-58 class. Uh, you know, you lose guys like Hunter Thomas and John Eskridge, uh, two starters for their for their team. Um, and, you know, you bring in some other guys. Brandon Porter, 6'8", uh, decent shooting. But he's, I mean, he's power for They got 8.8 rebounds, four assists. One steal, 1.8 blocks, so that's pretty good. The other two guys look like point guards in Owings and Vanderpool. Uh, I really like uh, Vanderpool shot very, very efficiently. 61.3% true shooting percentage, 5.1 assist, only 1.7 turnovers. Um, you know, potentially he can slide into that uh, shooting guard spot left by John Eskridge. Um yeah, and I'm not sure exactly who will start from the at the power forward position. You have any ideas? What do you think about? You think uh, Porter could fin- fit in there? And he's definitely going to be in the conversation. So, I mean, otherwise, you're looking at you know, can Sharif step up and play like a small ball power forward? Um, you have to assume the guys on the bench maybe don't get there because I'm looking at their per thirty minutes uh, or per thirty stats. They don't, you know, they didn't really stand out. Um, you know, the guys coming off the bench, so. I hope that Porter comes in. He's got, you know, decent hands, a few rebounds, and, you know, plays some defense. He may not be – he may only be fair defense, but um, he's not bad anyway. So, um, yeah, maybe he slots in there. And then, um, you know, I guess as well, in that shooting guard spot, um, Davion Conti off the bench, you know, had pretty good splits, um, shot the ball pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, between him and, you know, the guys, the, the recruits, I think someone can step into Eskridge's spot. Um, and do a decent job. So I kind of wonder if it'll be Conti that steps in and the, and the freshman mm-hmm. and off the bench. But I, I could see there you know, different things happening there. Yeah, maybe you move Sharif up and put both Conti and Vanderpool in. So we'll see. That'd be a little smaller, but, you know, it's not going to kill you in this region just because, yeah. I mean, looking at the other regions, I mean, you weren't here for them, but, I mean, they were – you know your region is just a gauntlet. <laughs> you're the you're the third ranked team, and uh, yeah. So in the in, the, yeah, in this one, it's, <laughs> yeah. So this one, you get the the teams get the advantage of uh, having me in the group. So I made it a lot easier for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never no. know. You, obviously, you guys try and match those up as good as you can from the year before, but you can't predict recruiting. So. You know, yeah. a good team that loses a good senior class that doesn't bring in anyone, all of a sudden they're vulnerable as a top seed. And some other teams that are on the come up and get a decent class can come in and surprise. But it's one of the things that makes it fun. And so, yeah, for sure. Um, so, who do you like to win this group? This is going to be uh, it's a tough call. Um, I honestly kind of think that, uh, that. I can see your squad overtaking Rochester um, just based on you know, the strength of your guys in the backcourt. So I like your guys a little bit, but I also like um, Aberdeen with the, uh, yeah. with the inside-outside combination of, uh, of Kilo and Wright. So that kind of jumps out to me. Um, 
I, I definitely don't have like a this team's definitely going to win. But I guess if I wanted to, if I want to cheer for an underdog, maybe I would maybe I'll back Aberdeen too. Yeah, step up behind uh, behind their big guys. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if anyone if sorry if any of these teams won. Um, you know, we don't have a crazy schedule. Uh, Rochester has a little bit harder of a schedule overall. They play in their in their out of conference games. You know, they got Manassas. They have uh, Chattanooga, who's not ranked as high, but um, they they're the reigning. Uh, yeah, they're the reigning uh, um, runner up in uh, League Thirty One, and they bring back their entire starting lineup. Uh, so, or in in the NTT, sorry, not, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. I mean, yeah, so Chattanooga's ranked like 181, but obviously, you know, they have talent on their team if they can make it to the finals. So that could be tough. We both have Ocala. Um, Aberdeen, they, I kind of like their schedule. They have Macon, Billings. They do have Lansing, which is a tough game. I mean, it's probably going to come down to that last that last game between us and um, Rochester and then Aberdeen and Albuquerque. And uh, it might even come down to a points thing, you know, with three teams, maybe even all four of us being three and three. You know, I, I could see a three and three team winning this game. Yeah, definitely. I was about to say the same thing. I think it's going to be a kind of a group of parody a little bit where, you know, maybe four is that magic number. The one you guys can get to four wins. That could be, a, you know, that yeah. could do it. So, um, yeah, be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, parody is a nice way of saying it. <laughs> um, you know, uh, other people just say bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. There's still, um, there's still some names in this group. I mean, like, like yeah. we, you know, the, you know, Kilo and Wright for Aberdeen. You've got your backcourt and Jimmy's, uh, you know, point guard and wings. You know, have some skills. So, um, I mean, I think that's the one yeah. thing maybe that Albuquerque doesn't really have. They don't have like that um, start kind of like that big name player. I mean, although, you know, Martin Brazel is, is a really nice player though. So, um, you know, he's a good player, but so there's a, I mean, yeah, there's, there's some good players to, to keep an eye on and, you know, someone that can get hot and, you know, knock someone off once you get to playoff time. Yeah. And I, and I'm really hoping that this is uh speaking of players, I'm really hoping this is Nicholas Widener's uh, coming out party. I think this will be, you know, he he is such a big recruit. I think he was in eight eight or something like that, you know. And he's just he's just been mad, you know. Um, he's he's been efficient in what he's what he's done his time, but I'd really like to see him take a big step forward this year and uh, show what he can do. So, um, yeah, cool. Well, that wraps us up for this group. Um, we will do another group um, very shortly.